Welcome to Live on Purpose Radio with Dr. Paul Jenkins, where you will hear inspiring stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Feed your mind with a regular dose of positive energy and show up for your life every day on purpose. Living on purpose means that you have a purpose and you do it intentionally. And now, here's your host, Dr. Paul. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live On Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life. We got some expansion planned for today. I have with me here today, Scott Wilhite. Say hello, Scott. Hello, Scott. Sorry. You Very good. You, you just can't pass that up, can you? <laughs> Scott is a filmmaker. He is also an expert in the area of happiness. He is the developer of the Feed Your Happy app. That's Feed Your Happy. We'll be talking about that a little bit. Scott, welcome to the show. Well, hey, thanks. Thanks for having me on. This is fun. It is fun. And if we're not having fun, we're doing it wrong. That's right. Would you agree? Yeah. So you and I connected recently about this app that you developed. And I'm getting excited about this because my whole business is about helping people to increase not only their happiness, but their sense of control over creating that in their life. Yeah, isn't that amazing? Isn't it amazing what we can do with our minds? For yeah. me, I am I am brand new to the world of positive psychology. I learned about it mm. in 2014, and it was transformative. I didn't realize what how much it matters what I focus on. Right. And for for a decade, probably I lived in this darkness. I mean, I, I mean, I I wasn't depressed or anything like that, but I. I knew there was more, I knew there was, you know, something else, and I figured I was just mm-hmm. a tortured artist. I figured it was just part of being a filmmaker, you know, mm. being a creative person. And, and, uh, and boy, when I learned that happiness was a skill, it totally changed me. So, yeah, now we're, mm. you know, now we both understand that. I'm a rookie, you know, and I'm learning mm. that, but, uh, but what an amazing, what an amazing thing that is to understand. Scott, I would love to have you share with our listeners a little more about your story, about how you got there. So you're a filmmaker by uh-huh. trade and Commercial experience. Commercial filmmaker, yeah. Um, it, tell us a little bit about the story. How did you come from there to here? Okay. Well, uh, I started out in advertising, and mm-hmm. then, uh, I don't know, about 14 years ago, I started getting into filmmaking, um, directing the commercials. I'd write and produce and direct them. And... It, it's a lot of fun. It's great, mm. great. You know, it, it's fun to use my creative skills um, and to channel them in that way. Uh, one of the things that you do in the role of a producer is a producer is in charge of making sure everything happens right. And so oh, yeah. they have to think about, in advance of the production, they have to think about absolutely everything that could possibly go wrong. You know, mm-hmm. what weather could happen, what camera's going to go down, which actor's not going to show mm-hmm. up, you know, and they have to have a contingency plan for everything. Right. And I was pretty good at it mm-hmm. <laughs> and focusing on all the negative things that and everything that could go wrong. Yeah. And, and I was, and I conditioned my brain to, to think that way, to expect and anticipate um, bad things and then to be ready for it, you know? Mm. Uh, but in doing that, uh, I didn't realize what I was doing to my brain in feeling trapped and helpless and stuck uh, in, you know, in circumstances that were out of my control. Oh, you know? interesting. So anyway, it was super, uh, it was super interesting for me 
now that I look back, I mean, um, if anybody had asked me if I was happy, I would have said, sure. You know, I'm as happy as the next guy. Maybe a little moody or something, mm -hmm. you know. Um, okay, okay, I'm, I'm a tortured artist, I would fess up. Right. But I would never have considered myself unhappy. And now that I look back um, after I've had this amazing transformation, I look at those 10 years as dark years where I felt stuck and trapped mm. and, uh, and, you know, it was a miserable time really feeling like I was a victim, you know, of my circumstances. Mm. Anyway, so for me, what happened was, uh, was I, I finally got fed up with my job. <laughs> okay. And I, I was sure that happiness was just outside, you know, it was in the next gig or the, you know, the next big award mm -hmm. or, you know, a new car or, you know, whatever it was. If you it could was, just change your yeah. circumstances. If I could change my, would, that's, you know. that, then I'll be happy. You know, I'll be happy when exactly or I, after or upon completion of. I said that all the time to wow. myself. Well, anyway, on the very last day of, of work, um, a, a guy handed me a book that he was reading on positive psychology. Mm -hmm. And I knew immediately that's what I wanted to, to find out about it. So I studied that and devoured it and I loved it and I realized that it absolutely matters what I focus on. You know, I was able to get rid of stress and anxiety and worry by rewriting the stories I was telling myself. Mm. Um, I found immediate happiness by changing the focus of my brain, of, of my thoughts from obsessing over everything I felt like I was missing in life mm -hmm. to appreciating what I already had. And really focusing oh, on that. That is really a key, isn't it? Yeah, it was, it was amazing. Um, temporarily. <laughs> okay. And it's, and it's not a fault with positive psychology or the book or any, or any of the books that I read. It had to do with the fact that I had conditioned myself for so many years to think negatively that it was so easy to drift back into that old negative way of thinking. Of course. So anyway, that's where the idea of the Feed Your Happy app came about, is, yeah. is I needed some way to like mentally condition myself each day to work on these things, you know, little by yes. little bits at a time. And uh, I'm just thinking about, as you've shared that story, Scott, how many of us have been there? You know, where you go to a seminar or you read a book or you hear something on the radio or at an event that your company sponsored, whatever, right? Yeah. yeah. And it gets you fired up. And you feel like, great for a little oh, while. <laughs> yes, I can do this, yeah. right? And then the next day it's like, I think I can do this. And then pretty soon it's back to, I can't do this. Yeah. And because we have these neural pathways in our mind. It's and neural pathways are like cruise control autopilot. Uh-huh. And I think that's what you're referring to because you go back to whatever it is you've programmed and practiced. Yep. And I was really good at practicing that. So we've been trained, taught, and educated to think in certain ways. We practice that over the years and it doesn't just switch overnight. Yeah. Although you can get a taste of it, can't you? You can. And when, and actually that made me so much more dissatisfied. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> because I realized now that happiness was a skill, I realized that it was up to me and it wasn't my circumstances that needed to change. It was my mindset. But I realized I didn't have the mental conditioning at that time to deliberately mm. activate my happiness. And so anyway, now the frustration became internal because I realized I was... I was what was standing in, in the way of my happiness. I know. Doesn't that bite? 
Because in the victim mode, you, I compare it to, you know, to a, a pair of eyeglasses, for uh-huh. example. You put on a pair of eyeglasses that are colored green. And suddenly the whole world looks green to you because of the lenses. Yeah. Well, that doesn't mean the world is green. But you can get used to that. And as you get used to it, it looks normal to you. Just like when you put on sunglasses. You know, if you have a tinted sunglasses, at first everything takes on that tint. But then after a few hours, mm-hmm. it just looks totally normal to you. Yeah. So we get trapped in that mode of, well, this is just how it is. Yep. Yeah. We adjust to it. You know, like your tortured artist story. Yeah. It's just how it is. Yeah. It's just who I am. I can't do anything to change, and that's how I felt for mm. so many years. Nice. So, interesting, too, that when you discovered that you have some choice in the matter, yeah, it stings a little. Oh, it totally stung. And, and, and having that yearning, seriously, it was a decade. It was more than a decade of, of feeling oh, wow. like there was something more. You know, mm-hmm. and, and I was very successful. I mean, I won tons of awards. I had these awards that were designed by the same firm that does the Oscars, and you know, it was in the advertising oh, wow. creative world. It was really sure. cool stuff, and and I had this great family. I mean, I have a wonderful wife and wonderful kids. I live in a nice, safe neighborhood, and I had everything. And yet, there was something inside of me that was yearning for more. That I was missing something. Mm-hmm. And you know, now that I look back and realize that. Uh, if I had if I had changed my mindset, if I had deliberately focused on what I had and appreciated those things more, you know, I would have had happiness that whole time. You know. So anyway, mm-hmm. I look now. I don't regret those years. Those years now give me fuel to help other people because I'm sure there's got to be someone else out there who has felt like I oh, have. You think? You know, who yeah. has been stuck in that mindset and right. and uh, you know could could use a little guidance on how to get out. So speaking of guidance, what was the book? You know, the book for me, the first one that I read was Sean Acor's um, I the, uh, Happiness Advantage. Uh, yeah. I love it. It's so conversational. It's so clear and uh, easy to understand. And uh, that was the first one that I read and made a huge difference for me. Sean Acor, The Happiness Advantage probably one of I think the leading books right now that's that's bringing positive psychology into the awareness of not only regular people like us are we regular people I, I'm, I'm extra regular I realized like, as I said regular, that I don't regular, know regular, 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 anyway but also the academic world because he really pulls in the research that's been coming out <laughs> about happiness and what that's all about and that it can actually be changed and altered and programmed and practiced yeah and the research is amazing and yeah. you know just in the last you know it's less than 20 years i think they've been taking off with all these different studies that show amazing benefits from happiness and showing that happiness is a skill that there's something we can do about it that's right so when you discovered that then you decided to make an app <laughs> is it that simple? Well, it, it isn't really that simple. The way that I started was first I, I needed something for myself. Right. And so I went back to my old filmmaking uh, ways. And the, I'm a screenwriter. Um, 
you know, among other things. And, and if you're working on a screenplay, what you do is you, is you carry cards. You know, you'll tell your friends, I'm carrying cards, which means I'm working on a film. And what you do is you keep this set of three by five cards in your pocket with each scene, you know, a, a little outline on mm -hmm. each, each card with a scene in there. And you can add to it and you can switch them around, but it reminds you that you're working on this. And if you have an idea immediately, you can jump to it. Well, that's mm -hmm. what I started doing was I would work on one principle of positive psychology a day and I would keep a card in my pocket. Just on a card. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. uh, and anyway, that system was working for me. Um, and then when I thought, you know, more people need this, I thought, well, how can I expand this system out so that other people could use it? And that's when the, the app idea was kind of a mm -hmm. natural, you know, uh, outgrowth of that. And, and again, it's card-based as you, as you go right. through it. You know, there are deliberate activities and things that you'll do, but there are little short, you know, things. We're so busy, you know, <laughs> it needs to be super right. fast so that... Uh, fast you know, and accessible do and doable. Yeah. And that's what you've created there. In the second half, Scott, we'll dive into what those principles are and how, uh -huh. you've, how you've operationalized that really for us in this app. I wanted to comment, though, about that before we get into our break. Um, it, it's okay, folks, if you don't feel like this comes naturally. <laughs> yeah, right? You get totally. a taste of it like you did, Scott. It's like, whoa, this is better. I want this in my life. It's okay that it doesn't just kick in because there's a process that occurs as our mind wraps itself around a whole new way of thinking. Yep. And it can be practiced and developed. I remember someone, uh, oh, it was Zig Ziglar, mm -hmm. a very famous professional speaker who passed away just recently. And uh, someone had approached him after a, an event where he was speaking and said, you know, this is amazing. This gets me all fired up and I feel inspired, but it doesn't last. And he said, yeah, neither do showers. <laughs> that's why we recommend them regularly. Yeah, that's right. Right? So maybe with that kind of an introduction, after the break, let's get into your app and what kinds of things are happening there. Folks, this is Scott Wilhite at Live On Purpose Radio. We will be right back. Live On Purpose Radio listeners, the fact that you're listening to this show probably means that you're a fan of personal development. Your personal development library should include copies of both of my books, Pathological Positivity and the pocket-sized companion, Portable Positivity. There's a .com for both titles so you can share these books with others. I also have a special offer just for listeners of the show. Go to drpauljenkins.com forward slash L-O-P-R for Live On Purpose Radio. I'll send you signed copies of both for a special discounted rate. That's drpauljenkins.com forward slash L-O-P-R. that I'm excited about positive psychology finally there is an app that is available to help you feed your happy my friend Scott Wilhite developed this app Scott tell us about it 
Well, uh, it's called Feed Your Happy. It's like seven habits meets the Fitbit where you get mm, mental training it. on seven core skills to happiness and you get the tracking ability too so that you can chart. Anything you chart improves faster. If you like apps, if you like games, if you like happy, this is it. Feed Your Happy, it's available now in the App Store. And we're back with Scott Wilhite at Live On Purpose Radio. Scott is a filmmaker and the developer of Feed Your Happy, which is this amazing little app that you can get on your iPhone. It's in the App Store. Uh, feed Your Happy, Scott. Yeah. That's because you don't want it to starve, name? right? That, yeah. Uh, originally, I, I had it titled Find Your Happy, and I thought, you know, that's not right because happiness isn't something to be found. It's not something to be earned or won or bought. Right. You know, but it's something within, and as we as we take care of ourselves, as we feed it, you know, like your shower example, mm-hmm. uh, as we feed ourselves daily and feed our spirits and our souls and our happiness, we can, you know, we can charge ourselves up and be happy right. every single day. And I love the implication there that this is something you get to commit to and continue on a regular basis throughout yep. your life. It's like a mental workout. Yeah. Right. So feed your happy. Tell us about this. There are seven skills that are yeah. skill areas. Yeah. Seven core skills on. to happiness. Yeah. Uh, give, give us a quick overview of that. Okay. Um, we looked at the research that, uh, that was falling out of positive psychology, mm-hmm. and it seemed like there were seven core skills that repeatedly um, came out of all the research. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll list them really quick. Uh, if, if you get the app, it's on there. Um, and, uh, and also on my website, list those. And you okay. can find different ways to, uh, to work on these skills. The app just gives you kind of a cross-training way to do that. Right. So anyway, the first skill is be grateful, um, savor the now, number two. Number three, lift someone else, a service component. Number four, don't worry. Uh, number five, <laughs> foster relationships. Number six, improve daily. Number seven, begin again. And each one of these, like you said, they're more like categories because wow. there are so many different ways you can take each one of these. But, and you can work on, on so many different aspects of it. Um, and, and I'll touch on just a couple of these because uh, mm-hmm. I, want, I want your viewers to get immediate value right now. The, the main one, the, the king of all king <laughs> you know, skills yeah. of happiness is gratitude. Gratitude, yes. That is, that is the number one. And, and it surprised me because I thought I was a grateful person. You know, because I always said thank you and, um, and you know, I would even give thank you cards and everything after stuff. And so when I heard that gratitude was super important, um, I didn't believe it because I wasn't happy. And I was told mm-hmm. that you can't be grateful and unhappy at the same time uh, any more than you could be positive or negative at the same time. You have to make a choice. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, this can't be right because I'm very grateful because I'm thankful. Uh, and how come I'm not happy? Well, what I realized was I wasn't grateful. I was thankful in a, in, in a sense, but I was more indebted. And so I've, I oh. practiced my thankfulness as indebtedness. Somebody would do something kind to me and I would feel like, ah. Now you're it, feeling obliged. Obliged and, and obligated. Mm-hmm. And I had all these, I had this negative baggage that actually the thankfulness 
you know, in air quotes there, mm. was actually bringing a bit of anger and resentment for it. Interesting. But as I learned to really focus, absolutely actively focus on gratitude, that it is deliberate kindness that somebody or something has shown to you, um, then I started to feel more appreciative of this kindness that somebody has shown. And the way that I did it was I started, like most other people that, that get into positive psychology, is with a mm -hmm. gratitude journal. I would write yeah. each day three fortunate things that would happen to me that day. Mm -hmm. And so um, the amazing thing is, is, is um, it, you know, it was cool for a, you know, a few days, but after, after a few days, I had to really work for it and I had to look for it. And the cool thing about Which that... Which is part of the point. <laughs> yeah, is then now I'm anticipating good things to happen. You know, anticipating and looking for and looking them. for them right yeah and and then so that's happening during the day I'm mm -hmm. looking for these good things then they happen then I feel this this wave of appreciation come over me right. you know there it is and and the universe is conspiring to help me and goodness is happening and you know it's from people that care about me right. and then at night when I would write that down I would actually relive all of those experiences again my mind would mm. play it out and as I would write it down I would experience those so it happened like three times you know um, through the course of the day. So right. anyway, amazing stuff. So if you do nothing else, learn and practice deliberately the skill of gratitude. That is the quickest way that I know, and there's a lot of psychological reasons why this is true, Scott. Yeah. That gratitude is the quickest route to getting into a positive flow with your life the way it is right now without changing anything. Because like you said earlier, if we're waiting to be happy when yeah. or upon completion of or after, that's a trap. Yeah. You're telling yourself, well, I'm not happy now then. If I'm, if I'm going right. to be happy then, then I must not be happy now. And you, you, you perpetuate that thinking in your mind. So gratitude feeds your happy now. <laughs> yeah. It does. And, and it's so simple. It takes just a few yeah. minutes a day, but it's that regular, persistent kind of thing. Um, you can set yourselves reminders, you know, whatever system you want to employ uh, to, to deliberately look for good things to be grateful for each day. Uh, I'll tell you another um, skill that your okay. listeners could use. Mm -hmm. uh, skill number four, don't worry. You know, this helps us get rid of stress and anxiety and worry. Um, as a filmmaker, I'm a story maker. And, uh, and, and really, we're all story makers. If you think about where stress and anxiety comes from, mm -hmm. it's these stories we tell ourselves of these terrible That's endings right. that might, could, maybe, possibly happen. Even though we don't know. Yeah, we don't know. I mean, but we think, we imagine out these terrible scenarios, right. and then we stress and we worry over them, and they're totally fictional. But we believe them and anticipate them so much that, you know, it builds up acid in our stomachs, and we have this terrible time by bringing in stress of the future that, you know, we actually have control over. And that's by, you know, re rewriting mm -hmm. the endings, imagining up good things that can happen, or they can be fanciful, imaginary things, you know, which well, I know they that, kind of already are. They are, yeah. Just you know? steer it, steer it in a direction that Do helps. it deliberately, you know, realize Love that it. it's up to you uh, mm -hmm. as to which stories you're telling yourselves. Right. So this app... When yeah. you say set reminders for yourself, that's actually built into the oh, it's app. It's totally built in. I need reminders all the time. You know? Give us an example of 
of some of the practical things that come up with this app. I know you've got cards. Now, folks, these are not three by five cards. They are smaller, they fit. They fit in your phone (laughs) because they're digital. But the cards come up and it will give you a specific kind of a challenge or a task to build a particular skill. Give us some examples of what some of those are. Okay. Just highlight a few of your favorites. Yeah, um, there's all these different activities that you do, and it comes up. It's like it's like mental cross training, so it you know jumps around as to which skill you're working on. But they give you uh, activities, and they can be as simple as listen to three of your favorite songs with your eyes closed, you know, or open the door for someone, or reconnect with a high school friend, and. Anyway, what's interesting about them is that they're they're very simple to do, but now we're doing them deliberately, consciously. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that there's one that uh, um, that says "savor a sunset," and mm-hmm. and so you know, uh, yeah, I've watched the sunset before, and I don't remember becoming amazingly happy or anything. But then when I go out and I plan and premeditate that I'm going to watch this sunset and appreciate it, and then I'm sitting there really enjoying it, savoring it, uh-huh. um, all of a sudden I notice the beauty around, I notice the smells around, I stop and I pause and I'm enjoying life for a little while. It's amazing what happens when we do things deliberately right. and, and intrinsically, you know, because we want to and not because we're being forced to. And mm-hmm. that's kind of the beauty of it is this helps you get doing things that you normally wouldn't have thought to do. That's uh, right. That are, that are simple, but then they put you in charge of choosing your mindset. And in, in light of the name of this app, Feed Your Happy, I, I know you said something about this earlier, Scott, but it just kind of clicked with me. <laughs> you get three meals here. Yeah, there you go. You get the anticipation mm-hmm. because you read the card and you say, okay, here's what I'm going to do. And that triggers an anticipatory response in your mind. So you get to enjoy it in advance. Yeah. And then you get your second meal, which is to actually do it. And you get to experience that. And then you get your third meal because to pass off the skill mm-hmm. or the task, you go into your app and you write a sentence or two. Yeah, it's like about Twitter journal experience. Yeah, it's like a Twitter journal. It's we have a logbook mm-hmm. in there with each activity, and to pass it off, you have to write about it. And just like you said, what you're doing is you're you're looking back, you're reliving that moment, and you're enjoying the feelings again, and you're recognizing how your life is different, mm-hmm. and how your life is good, and and the positive things going on in your life, and you're appreciating those things and being grateful right. for them, simply because. You're writing two sentences about what you just did. I mean, it's just, it's amazingly simple, but amazingly powerful too. Well, it's brilliant. It, it taps into everything that we know about how the mind processes information. And what we are learning, especially in the last 10 years with Sean Acor's summary of the research and the other things that are coming out from thought leaders in the area of positive psychology, we're right on track here. And you've just intuitively put together this thing that you've, well, intuitively, you've learned it through your own experience. Uh, yeah, through, through a lot of negative experience works. and understanding. And mm-hmm. then through, you know, coming from that darkness, from that negative space to understanding just how happy we can be right. and how appreciative and, and how more aware we are, really. What it is, is it's becoming alive. It's becoming awake to uh, a greater understanding of what's going on around. That's right. That is awesome. 
So maybe some of our listeners are wondering, okay, where do I get this app? If you're wondering that, you don't use apps very much, right? Now, this is for right now, as we're recording this episode, it's available for iPhone. Mm -hmm. And so you get it in the App Store, uh, the Apple App Store, and it's called Feed Your Happy. You'll find it there. It's orange. It's... Uh, it's ready to download. Ready to download. It's free to try. You get like nine different activities. And then you pay for a bucket of activities. The most you pay is $9.99. So for mm-hmm. less than you'd pay for a self-help book, you get a digital assistant that gives you mental cross-training, gives you all these activities. Uh, and you, as you do these activities, you unlock levels. It's, it's gamified positive psychology. You unlock right. content, including some films that I'm proud to say I was able to create that yeah. teaches the skills of happiness through storytelling. You know, we remember right. stories and that's such a part of our lives. And uh, you get to enjoy those as well. And remember, folks, Scott is coming from a filmmaking background. So some of the videos that he's creating to support this are just going to power up your ability to feed your happy. I'm excited about this, Scott. I think you're on track. And I think that we've got something here that is is really going to revolutionize the way that we look at our own happiness and start to take, take a purposeful approach to that. And that's what we're all about here at Live On Purpose Radio. That's right. That's right. Scott, anything else you want to share with our listeners just because as kind of a p- final parting thought? The parting thought? You know, I am just so appreciative now as I have come to understand happiness as a skill. And as I've, mm-hmm. as I've looked back on my journey, um, it would be very easy for me to... Uh, you know, feel bad about those 10 years of darkness. Mm. <laughs> but now as I understand them and as I understand, you know, what they were there for and they have given me fuel to come out and to do this and to help other people and to share with them that it is possible to change. That's right. That, that I mean, I'm a totally, absolutely regular guy. And if a regular guy like me can go from feeling like a distressed, tortured artist to um, to just exquisite happiness and joy and peace and contentment and all the things that come with feeling a passion for life and a purpose for life, then anyone can do this. And I hope that you do it. And whether you use the app or not, it doesn't matter, but I, I hope that you will find out that what you do, what you focus on deliberately, purposefully, Mm -hmm. like you say, absolutely matters. It absolutely does. We're on track here. Folks, Scott Wilhite, Feed Your Happy is the app that we've been talking about. And whether you get the app or not, remember that happiness is, in fact, a skill. It's something that you can learn. It is a choice. And we're choosing it. Yeah. Thank awesome. you so much for having me on. Thanks for being here, Scott. Everybody, it is time. Go out there and live on purpose. <laughs> <laughs>